Hi there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. My name is Denise Alvarez, and I'm so glad you're joining me here today. Truly, I mean that every time I say it. So just in case we are new friends, I will briefly tell you a bit about myself, and then we'll move into our topic for today, which is how you as a horse business can generate revenue online, regardless of what your business is. All right. But first, a bit about me. So my business, Storm Lily Marketing, is how I get the opportunity to help horse business owners like you to convert your website visitors into your customers. So I get to do that through coaching, through website design, website content, as well as email marketing strategy and my monthly coaching program called Social Stripe. I do each of these things and I do this podcast here because I want to help you as horse business owners to be out doing what you love to do, to be out there with the horses, right? And I get that marketing is a challenge for some or maybe just doesn't come natural or maybe is not what you went to school for. And so I'm here to help break those things down, to give you some step-by-step strategies and some basic how-tos so that you can see what's possible when you market your horse business and also to help guide you through that process. And so today, as I said, we are talking about making money. And that is definitely why you market your business, right? To generate revenue. Now, I know that you got into this business, you got into the horse business because you love horses, right? And I know that you would rather be out doing those things most likely. Yet you are a business owner. And so there are business things that you have to do, and it takes revenue to have a sustainable horse business. And so that's why I thought this episode would be super helpful for you because maybe you need some new ideas. Because with the internet right there at your fingertips, that means you can almost instantly have access to people all over the world, frankly who maybe love your program, love the way that you teach, love your knowledge and experience and expertise, and they're willing to pay you for it, right? And so that's what makes online revenue generators a real opportunity for you as a horse business owner to create an additional revenue stream for your business. So maybe you're saying, I don't want to move completely online. Totally not suggesting that. I'm just saying there are some opportunities that you perhaps haven't thought of that I'd love to bring to light for you. Now, I do not want you to get overwhelmed. I'm just sharing some ideas. So you're going to learn, I'm breaking it up actually. So you're going to learn three ways today. And then next week is going to be part two and there'll be two more. So today, the three ways that I have to share with you are a little simpler And so I don't think you'll be overwhelmed by those next week. I don't want you to be overwhelmed either, but they are two that maybe require a little bit more heavy lifting, a little more strategy behind them, but they also have the potential for a bigger return in the long long run, okay? But today we're talking about those three specific doable ways that you can make money online. Now, you know that I love to give you additional free resources, and so today I have a free guide for you that I've called the Horse Business Owner's Guide to Making Money Online. So I want you to go ahead and jump over and get that because you can take notes from what I share with you today as you go through it. So it is stormlily.com slash money is how you get there. Or of course, you can go to the show notes, which will be stormlily.com slash 52 for episode number 52. And in this guide, it's a downloadable PDF. You will see a description of each of the ideas we're talking about. You will also see links to some samples of the different ideas. 
And because you know I like to help you take action, I have included space for each one for you to be able to take notes about what you're learning and what you could apply to your own business. Because I'm not suggesting a carbon copy here, of course. I'm suggesting we learn from one another, and I want to help you do that. And then I also have space there for you to take action, for you to list the specific ways that you're going to take action to apply. Now, I'm not suggesting you're going to do all of these, but for the ones that you're like, oh, I could do that. That sounds fun. Turn that into I'm going to do that, and here's my first step. So on that free guide at stormthelite.com slash money, there is a place for you to take those notes. All right. Okay. So friends, let's get to our ideas. Okay. Number one, my first idea for you is to do virtual coaching online sessions. This can look differently, but essentially everybody calls it a virtual coaching session. Now, the great thing about this is that, as I said before, automatically your potential client base has gotten much larger, right? It doesn't have to be someone that's able to drive into your facility, that's able to bring their horse over to you. Just imagine how many people and horses you could serve if geography wasn't keeping you right there, right? It wasn't keeping them from getting to you. So this can look different. And so you'll have to, of course, figure out what would work for you. It might mean that you have people submitting their videos and then you provide feedback afterwards, right? So you give them a certain time limit that they can send in or you give them, you know, you say, tell me your one problem you really want to hone in on. And so they submit their videos and then you record feedback to them. Or perhaps they submit their videos and then you get on a call and you talk through some things with them. Or you could set up a live stream call where they maybe have an earpiece that's connected and they have a tablet or a phone that's set up in their arena or in their space and you can actually view them by camera that way and you can actually coach them in real time. So there are a few different ways that you can do that, but the key is you are giving a one-on-one session to somebody in a virtual way, right? You're not having to be in the same space with them together. Now, again, if you get that guide, I have a link there where you're going to see a sample of somebody doing what they call long distance coaching. So they can online, their visitors can select which one is best for them. So it could be through phone, it could be through video, it could be 30 minutes, it could be 60 minutes. They also, this particular example has a discount for buying multiple sessions. So that could be um, another way to really make an impact and also sell more of those sessions. Now, again, this can look a lot of different ways, but the point is that in a virtual way, you are coaching somebody in a session format. And this is a one-on-one, right? Okay. Idea number two, this one would be to do an online workshop or some people might call it a mini course. Now, oftentimes a workshop or a mini course, it's going to be shorter, but you're going to get past the one-to-one framework that's set up in the virtual coaching. So instead of using 30 minutes or one hour to serve one person, maybe you have 50 people that are that's on a workshop, or maybe you say it's a, it's a group session and you're giving live feedback, but only 10 people can be live with you at one time and you're able to charge more because it's more limited, right? And they get that live time with you. Or maybe you do it a lower price point and you have 50 or 100 people that are on and you're teaching on a specific topic related to your product or your service. 
So a workshop is typically going to be shorter than an actual online course, right? So this idea is that you do a really targeted specific section or section of of what you focus on, right? A specific outcome, perhaps as a specific problem you know that people have and you have the solution for. Maybe it's a specific method that you have that you're going to teach them and, and make it super simple and hone in on one really piece. Now, when you do that, the goal here is to make it easier for you to produce, right? Because like I said, the ideas that I'm sharing with you today are, are going to Um, Yes, they're going to obviously take effort, but not the same as building out a full online course, which we will talk about next week. This is really a mini course. This is a workshop format, but you still charge for it. It's not going to be free. This is going to be a way for you to make money, right? Now, some ways that you can come up with your ideas, of course, go to your social media following and ask them what problems are they having, right? Or go to your existing audience. If you have an email list, say, hey, I'm thinking about doing a workshop on these four topics. Which one would you vote for? Which one do you struggle with most? Don't do the open-ended questions so much because you can get a little bit overwhelmed by all the different ideas, but ask specifically, go into your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, ask specifically, hey, vote of these four things, which workshop would you be more interested in, right? Okay, so I have a sample again in that free guide that you're going to get, and it is actually a session on trailer loading. So this particular sample, her name is Linda Salinas. She has a number of online trading options, but she has this trailer loading course. It's labeled as a mini course, and it's small bite-sized lessons, and it's a small price or a lower price point, right, than a full online course. Um, Hers is available long-term, so you could do something that is what we call evergreen, meaning you create it, and it's for sale always, or you could do what is called a live launch, right? So especially if you're going to do a live workshop, if you're going to do live feedback, then you're going to sell this at a particular time for a particular day and time, right? Or that it's going to be only for sale for a particular time because you're going to end up on this call at a certain day and time. So again, there are a variety of nuances that you can change to fit what works for you in your business, in your audience. But the point is that it's more, it's a little bit more bite-sized. It's a little very, it's much more specific, not a little more. It's a much more specific than a broad online course. And again, it's a way for you to connect with people no matter where they are in the world. All right. So that is the workshop or mini course. Okay. Idea number three, this would be a case study. So a case study is when you document or record an in-depth process over time. So perhaps it would be horse training, but perhaps it's also care for a specific type of horse. Maybe it's maybe you uh, do massage or health and wellness for a horse. So maybe it's diving in to a particular horse and doing a case study over time of how you um, got that horse from, you know, where it was in the beginning to fully healthy. What does that look like? What does that process look like? Or perhaps if you do hoof care, then you walk through that process and you study one particular horse and you walk through what it's like from day one to day 30 or, you know, a three month process. And you document that 
And then you sell it because throughout that case study, you're going to be teaching and teaching them how they can care for their horse or how they can train their horse or how it applies to them, right? The great thing about a case study is that once you do it, you have a product available that you can sell at any time. So you can leave that maybe on your website at all time and point people to it as a product that they can buy. Now, when you do a case study, I want you to make sure it is, like I said, applicable and actionable for your audience. So don't just do something just because and and call it an ebook and call it good, right? I want you to really think about your audience and a problem that you can help them solve. Okay, so for example, if you're a breeding operation, maybe you're going to do a case study on a specific stallion in your barn. And in that time, you're going to document his care, his routine, precautions that you take, processes that you follow, right? And so when other people come to you to ask about what that looks like, you say, actually, I've, I've laid it all out. This is what our program looks like. If you're looking to do, you know, breeding in your barn, then you can take and learn from this. Now, I get that there's proprietary information involved, but that you could, it's an education opportunity as well. Now, I want you to look again at the guide that I gave you for your example so that you can get a link to this. And it's actually um, Mustang Maddie, if you've not heard of her before, Madison Shambaugh. And she documented her process for rehabilitating a fearful, bolting, pushy Mustang. And then she sold that as a case study so that you could learn what she did as well as how she did it. So she's, she divided it out. She divided out the process. Now she actually divided it into different sessions that you could purchase individually or as a package. So that's going above and beyond as well. But the point is to look at a process that you can document that showcases your experience and your expertise and helps your audience to solve a problem. Because that's what great marketing is going to do. You're going to help them see how you can help them solve their problems. And the point is, as you do each of these things, or as you do one of these things that I've shown you today, some ideas that I've shared with you, then you're going to continue to build up that trust and connection with people because they're going to see how you are helping them to solve their problems. All right. See, there you have it. You already have three ideas in your back pocket, virtual coaching, a workshop, or a case study. And again, make sure you go to stormlily.com slash money so you can see those examples and the links to view each of those on those websites. All right, so come back next week. I have two more ways for you to generate revenue online for your horse business, no matter what it is that you do. So maybe you're saying, Denise, I don't really do much online stuff. That's okay. I mean, yes, social media, building your email list, all the things that we talk about here on the podcast, those apply no matter what your horse business is, no matter what your breed is, your discipline, your niche, whatever. You can all do this because you all have an audience of people to serve. Now, of course, I am not saying that these five ways that I'm sharing with you this week and next week are the only ways to make money online. Absolutely not. They're a great place for you to start. If you want to venture into e-commerce and actually selling products and apparel and things like that, of course, you can totally do that. That would be supplementary income as well. And memberships are another great source of revenue that we're not going to dive into on this podcast or next week, only because I have an episode lined up 
later this year that is specific to memberships and how you can market memberships. So we're going to dive into that specifically in one episode all by itself, but that is another really great way to generate revenue online as well. That does take a little more heavy lifting for sure. But my point is, I just want you to think outside of your normal thinking box when it comes to income, right? You can generate revenue online as a horse business. And so I hope that this episode and next week's episode will inspire you to consider ways that you can serve your audience well and make money as you do that. All right, that is all I've got for you today. As always, you can head over to the show notes at stormlily.com slash 52 to get a summary of each of these ideas, as well as a link to that horse business owner's guide to making money online. And as always, if you have questions about what I've shared here, I love to hear from you. So feel free to reach out on Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever it might be. And if you've not subscribed or followed the podcast yet on your favorite podcast player, make sure you do that so that you're notified when a new episode is available, especially next week for part two of these ideas for making money online as a horse business. As always, I am so grateful you're here. I appreciate you taking time to be here. And I really hope and pray always that you get a return on your investment of listening, that you walk away with actionable and practical ways that you can market your horse business. Okay, friends, I will see you here again next week as we dive into part two. Have an awesome day. 